1: Hi everyone and welcome to today's episode of the Business Success and Coffee podcast. Today I'm joined by Jenna Zeng and we've just be having a great pre-recording chat about all things ice hockey, basketball and Nespresso machines as well. So we're in for an absolute treat today. Jenna describes herself as a serial entrepreneur, therefore, and I love this, a total idea junkie. She's a lover of fitness and daily movement, a self-proclaimed world traveller, a self-development bookworm and someone who seeks to laugh and play. I never thought I'd find myself saying this on a podcast every dang day. So thank you for making me say that. Um, What's her perfect job? Well, her perfect job is working with entrepreneurs that are in the infancy of their business journey um, to the OGs. So just explain what you mean by that, Jenna, because that's that's perhaps something that the listeners and and myself aren't really aware of. So OGs of the business realm. (laughs)
0: Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. Um, The OGs, I guess it's a bit of a slang for, I would say, us youngins, but I'm not young anymore. Um, But uh, it's original gangster, but essentially the veterans of the entrepreneurial world. And so um, it's a fun little slang to put on there, but the veterans of the entrepreneurial world is basically what that means. Great, great.
1: And of course, you work with people that are struggling with organizing and scaling their businesses and provide consultancy services, along with amazing software and an app called StaffNet Employee Scheduling. And I know there's gonna be a little bit of an offer for the listeners as well today. And with this, you're able to provide your clients and your fellow entrepreneurial community with the tools to take back their day and have their business work for them, not the other way around. So as I said, listeners, lots of content, lots of great value. I know we're gonna take away from today. So we were talking just before the recording started about our Nespresso machines and you know I've got my KitchenAid Nespresso, which I, you know, I've ended up loving to bits. I would be absolutely gutted if anything happened to it. And it's such a great machine for getting different volumes and different mixes of Nespresso right. Um, but tell us a little bit about the coffee that you're drinking to Jenna and why
0: yeah so today i'm having an espresso as well um i don't think it's a fancy KitchenAid aid espresso that you have on your end but um equally delicious and just with a little bit of um, milk foam on top so a nice little treat
1: it, is it do you know what particular coffee it is you know and is it a strong one you yeah because i know nespresso like to sort of give a, a scale don't they of you know eights to elevens and i tend to be more the Depending on the time of day, you know, blonde coffee, more about the eights, and then perhaps I might go up to a 10 or 11 <laughs> later on. Um, where's the one that you've got at the moment, do you think?
0: Let me take a sip and I'll let you know. <laughs>
1: That's a good idea.
0: Yeah. Um the flavor scale i would say is around probably like a five or a six i personally okay. didn't make my coffee today i was spoiled i had a friend who made it for me but yeah it's a it's a mild coffee for sure i generally enjoy the blonde like yourself yeah. um i find it's not a light coffee to drink and it's funny because um my husband and i tried to buy the cheaper version of the nespresso pods just to save a little bit here and there and so we bought a little box and I said, oh, we're gonna save two dollars it's gonna be amazing yeah. it wasn't the same it wasn't no. the same we, we had to go back to nespresso and well worth its value in gold like yeah. you said i would be absolutely just lost without my Nespresso machine if I didn't have it in the morning. And
1: if anybody's ever listening to this that is associated with Nespresso, we're more than happy <laughs> to be sponsored at any point by Nespresso. Uh, and Starbucks, I mean, I, I love Starbucks, whether you, you like the brand or not, but I love their coffee. so mm-hmm. over here in the UK. It's one of the better ones I find. So actually, I like the for Starbucks pods. And the reason I like them is because it, they're actually done by Nespresso. They're not some alternative brand out there it's just literally Nespresso doing Starbucks so it it just works so much better
0: yeah absolutely and the recycling program is unreal it's beautiful that they give you the bags with the return postage it's going to go to um, a local facility near you and it's going to be all recycled and I think that's just it's something more than a lot of coffee companies are doing um, in terms of just giving back and kind of thinking ahead
1: yeah yeah absolutely you, and listeners this is something that's really important to mention jenna has had a complete internet outage with her provider and i think you said it's a nationwide outage with this particular yeah. distributor so you've you've actually gone to a friend's house to jump on their alternative provider so you can have this to happen today is is that something is usual. Uh, I mean, for something like that to happen here in the UK, mm. I think um, because our providers tend to be pretty small anyway, it might mm. not be that noticed. But uh, yeah, tell us a little yeah. bit more about that because you've gone above and beyond to be with us today, which is great.
0: Yeah, I was happy to. Um, for our internet provider, I think it's there's two main big ones, and I won't name the name that's no, no. right now. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's nationwide. It's crazy. I woke up this morning and I tried restarting the modem and Was working and then the cell phone service stopped working too. So, you know, in a world, yeah, in a world of technology, it's Wow. crazy how anxious I felt and I mm-hmm. felt so lost and I was almost scrambling texting all of my friends and family do you have Rogers <laughs> or everybody had the provider and um, I reached out to a friend and they had the other provider luckily so we did a little quick drive across town and was able to hop on but right as of right now there's many people that are off work today which is beautiful for a Friday and I don't think that they're really complaining um, but yeah it's not normal by any means And I think a lot of people, much like myself this morning, were very lost. And it took me a minute to center myself and said, It's okay. It's just technology. We'll be okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, And and it's interesting you said about being off work because we rely so much on that internet access now because of the last couple of years. So many people working from home. So many people have embraced technology like we're doing now to use it Mm -hmm. to to communicate and record things like this. So, yeah, absolutely. be critical you know long long gone are the uh, the telephones and other methods of, of getting in touch with people mm-hmm. so you know in your introduction you mentioned uh, staffnet and your business of, of helping people and particularly with their sort of scaling and their organizing tell us what's been something that you've been working on that's been significant or that's been the latest thing that's been evolving for you and your business
0: yeah so um it was kind of a happy accident in terms of how our business has evolved we offer an online platform for small to medium businesses to manage their day create automations through that i wanted to explore organic marketing and so mm-hmm. organic marketing is just basically free marketing optimizing seo you know writing blog posts um social media content all that kind of stuff so Through that, we started doing, um, you know, weekly newsletters to our subscribers from our website and then um, at the bottom of my newsletter, I just started adding, you know, if any any questions, any remarks towards, you know, this newsletter or the content provided within it because I would link to the blog post most often, um, just let me know. Drop me an email. I started getting a few emails here and there, and there would be some people just saying, hey, I love the content that you're posting. Thank you for just the valuable content. And then there were some people coming to me with actual real questions about their business. How do I scale? You know, how do I start with organic marketing? Where do I start with content creation for social media? All these small little questions that I was um, talking a little bit about in my blogs, but I wasn't really dissecting it. And so I just started having these side conversations with our subscribers. So some of these people weren't even clients necessarily. They were just subscribers to the actual blog itself. And um, those conversations evolved into a Zoom call here and there, and then all of a sudden I started doing consulting. And um, we don't charge anything for this consulting as it is right now because I find that it really fills my cup to be able to be of service. And I do have the time within some of my days to fit that in. And it's quick 15-minute chat, so a nice little coffee break, if you will just to chat about business and, you know, share my stories of struggle and how I kind of overcame different structural barriers and being able to provide feedback for any questions that they may or may not have. Um, So, yeah, overall, it's, again, a happy accident that we just kind of naturally went down that path and that's where we are right now maybe one day we'll charge for it, but as it stands right now, I'm really enjoying um, offering mm-hmm. it as a free service to be able just to talk with my people in my community.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because I know, you know I think back in all the years I've I've been in businesses, the, the softwares and the apps that I, I've used, the ones that have been most successful have been the ones that have had the better communications because the implementation Buying it and deciding to purchase it is the easy part. You know, the rolling it out, implementing it and keeping it in use and getting the best out of it is the most difficult part. So if you've got somebody who can guide you and lead you through that, so you get those questions answered. Sure. But actually, sometimes you just need to know that you're on the right track and get that support. And for me, that has made such a significant difference to every platform that I've, I've ever used. And I just signed up for something the other day uh, for Go High Level and uh, a particular brand of it, um, Power Leads. And the thing that sold it to me wasn't the platform. So you already use the platform. It was the support and the that ability just to have a conversation with him when it's needed and on an ongoing basis as well. So, so, so important. And likewise, yeah, they, they provide that as part of their service. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay with them forever. If i do things like that you know, i'm never going to leave so yeah so credit to you and what what kind of difference do you think it's made to your business first of all and then tell us what difference you think it's made to uh, the the users and the people that you've been talking to
0: well overall to our business there's been a few people that have signed up and whatnot yeah. absolutely so it does benefit our business on that side of things but through that I'm not going in at an angle where you have to buy my services or I'm trying to like just offload that onto you. Um, There's some people that haven't signed up and I'm still having conversations with. So obviously it's benefited our business on that side of things because some will sign up. But on the other side of it, um, I've helped people just get their idea off the ground, just brainstorming or even just, you know, telling them to believe and then in their idea and move sure. forward with it, right? Take the leap. Just like small little things like that, especially being a female entrepreneur. It's so hard in such a saturated market with a lot more men and there are a lot more women coming into the industry. But especially in the tech world, it's almost like you have to give yourself permission to sit at the table a lot of the time. And sure. so it's been really difficult to navigate at times because I've stood in my own way in my lack of belief in my abilities. Like, should I be here? In imposter syndrome and all that stuff. So in terms of helping somebody on their path, it's saying, hey, you can do this. It's actually up to nobody else but yourself to go forward and do the things that you want. Because if you sit back and wait for somebody to give you permission or tell you that they believe in you, you're going to be waiting a very long time <laughs> and yeah, you're not completely
1: be successful. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly.
1: You, you mentioned, obviously, um, scaling as, as well. <laughs> so when yep. you're talking to to these these people and also you know the the users of of staffnet what is it that you find that people understand by the word scaling because i think that for many a lot of people feel they want to scale or they need to scale but actually there's a it's a bit like the definition of a mentor you know nobody quite can give you the the same definition over and over again and i find the same with scaling yeah, what do you find that people understand by scaling when you're speaking to them?
0: Yeah, totally. I think it's different for every business on its particular needs, right? Mm. So depending on where you're at in terms of, you know, um, scaling your business model to hire subcontractors and less employees or being able to scale up the amount of production that you're basically um, putting out into the world and whatnot so it really depends on your industry overall because scaling for an online business is very different in terms of hiring more support staff to be able to provide the support for our system and then our clients and then with the cleaning business which is my very first business that i ever started scaling that was very different in terms of um going from i want to say low ticket contracts to higher ticket contracts and having to yeah. hire more employees and stuff so it's very different in terms of the industry that you're in
1: yeah and, and I think that's quite important listeners as well because when when we hear people talk about business growth you know uh, scaling isn't always about growth sometimes it can actually be just getting more time by scaling and outsourcing, etc., so actually your revenue might stay exactly the same, your profit might stay exactly the same, but you get more time, and and that's not necessarily what people understand by growth, but it could be definitely your definition of scaling for your business as well. So I love the fact that you, you know we can all give permission to the listeners, can't we, Jennifer? Scaling is something that's bespoke to you and your business. So I think that's really really important.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So so what kind of uh, world traveling have you done you you said you're a self-proclaimed world traveler I'm I'm intrigued to know some of the places that you've been and and any any good stories you want to share of being a traveler in that way I almost feel a bit like Phileas Fogg here that I'm I'm going to be getting a, a story around the world in 80 days so give us a bit of a an insight into your traveling
0: yeah so i didn't start traveling till later in my life because the way that um where i grew up we didn't have very much money so once i had my own funds this was a huge goal of mine just to travel i met my partner and um that was a goal of his as well too so we both had that common interest and so before we had our son we just spent a lot of our money on traveling right? right so um, from there we went to all throughout Europe, um, probably one of my favorite places was Italy. And then, yeah. uh, so we did a lot of cruises too, which is really nice because you hit the different okay. ports to so go to several yeah, yeah. Um, places on one trip. And then um, UK was one of my absolute favorite places to go okay. because I have a lot of family from there. And so it was really nice just to travel around, backpack around yeah. there. Um, then we went to the UAE, so we went to Abu Dhabi, Dubai, and around okay. there, so um, I'm a big advocate for going to different places and not going to the same place twice, but that's probably one place that I would go again, absolutely, right. is Abu Dhabi and Dubai, just because the infrastructure is it's amazing over there. It's beautiful. It's so clean. The people are very respectful. One story is um, we were on, uh, we were out between um, Abu Dhabi and uh, Saudi Arabia. So we were in the middle of the desert. And so we were just driving for hours and hours and hours with a friend. And, um, you know, we're like three hours deep in this desert. There's nothing for miles, you know. You're just kind of like, where are we going? And it was really cool. They had this resort in the middle of nowhere that just kind of like, Grew out of the sand. It was beautiful. It was like something out of Aladdin. It was magical. (laughs) And so we were there with two of our friends and my husband. um, And basically, we were just hanging out for the day. It was a very expensive resort. So we didn't stay there. It was like 3,000 Canadian a night to stay. Wow. so we were just visiting for the day.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, I can imagine. But um,
0: <laughs> one of my favorite memories is it was sunset, and um, we're just looking off into the sunset, and I turned to my left, and my husband was proposing. So oh. it was a... It's oh, probably so sweet. One of the coolest yeah and it's crazy in our engagement photos because our friends were there so they were taking the photos there as he was doing it because he had everything planned it looks fake it looks like we put a backdrop <laughs> on big doing. green
1: screen yeah, yeah. exactly
0: just because it's just so surreal so that's by far my favorite uh, travel moment wow. to date it was just Great. yeah in the middle of nowhere being able yeah. to experience that with my husband but yeah we haven't traveled too too much in north america overall um because we like to explore outside of our neighborhood, if sure. you will. But um, since the pandemic, I think that's on our bucket list is to travel Canada more now because we're in um, Ottawa, yeah. which is the capital of Canada in Ontario. But we want to go more west, where I'm from, which is Alberta. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And and we were talking before. You know, we we used to go to to Banff and to Jasper. You know, several yeah, several Christmases on the trot, and we we love that. But always wanted to go back in the summer. I've only ever seen Banff and Calgary uh, and all yeah. that area around there in the winter so I'd love to go back in the summer and do this Stampede. I, that's one of my bucket list items is to go and see the Calgary Stampede but
0: uh, you have uh, to and you need to buy a cowboy hat too because you've got to fit
1: in. Yep, I've got a step <laughs> I've already got the steps in so that's okay so that's all right. Oh, so good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um so thinking about um how people can connect with you you know I, I alluded to the fact that there's probably going to be a little bit of an offer with staffnet uh, in this as well so where can the listeners go to find out more about you perhaps reach out digest some of the content that you've talked about uh, where's the best place for them to go
0: Yeah, so I hang out on our website quite frequently in terms of posting regular blog posts on tips and tricks on how to start your business, run your business, optimizations. Um, So that would be staffnet.ca. So any of our information that you need is there. And then I hang out quite a bit on LinkedIn. So that would be at Staffnet scheduling. And my name is Jenna Zhang. So you can also find me on there as well. So I love to connect with uh, local entrepreneurs on LinkedIn. It's just so much fun to... Meet with a whole community of people. I don't know if you are on LinkedIn too too much, but it's a it's a really really fun vibe of the different diverse amount of people that yeah, you can meet on there.
1: I think it's getting better. Yeah, I I, I I'm more the Facebook user uh, myself, okay. uh, yeah. and that's purely because of where I found most of the people that I was trying to target were hanging out, and I found people more engaging on Facebook. But actually, I'm seeing a huge shift on LinkedIn of people being more engaging. So now if I put a a post or an article on LinkedIn, I probably get two times the engagement that I do on Facebook now, which is quite a shift. And I think they're they're trying to separate some of the LinkedIn algorithms to people who are looking for work and looking for positions and doing the whole CV thing Mm -hmm. and the resume to those who actually are trying to either consume content or give and contribute content, aren't they? So I, I love the creator mode that they've got and definitely seeing a lot more engagement. So uh, yeah, it's definitely a place I'm spending a lot more time. And the messenger function on LinkedIn works so well too as yes. well, doesn't it? So so yeah. staffnet.ca is where yeah. the listeners can go. Uh, and Jenna Zhang, so that's J-E-N-N-A. And then Zen is Z here in the UK, z E N G. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: And you, you mentioned on the information you sent about a 14 day trial. Tell us a little bit more about that before we move on to some of the other questions
0: of course yeah so our 14 day trial is just to try us with no commitment required it's just to give you kind of a run through of what we can provide in terms of value so um, that would be 14 days two weeks to be able to try out the system all the features and see if it's something for your business and then after the 14 days um, you can either sign on but we also do offer a freemium account which i'm really proud of because it still offers all of the features for one to yeah. four users so we're really um we're really for the small guy overall we're not for yeah. the mega corps at all we're really trying to nurture and help um, build value for small to medium businesses so that's why we decided to offer the freemium account for very small businesses when it's yeah. like a team or less, to be able to not have to pay for a platform to run their business efficiently. And like you said before, in terms of scaling, taking back your time, because as an entrepreneur, that is the most valuable currency, it doesn't matter how much you make at the end of the day, your time is so so valuable and you learn that either really quickly or it takes you a long time and then you regret all the time that you didn't waste necessarily but you could have been a little bit more efficient yeah
1: yeah you're never going to get it back are you so 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 you've got me saying two words today that I never thought I would say in a podcast the word every dang day so dang is not a word that you know (laughs) certainly anybody here in the UK would use but you've got me using it uh, two or three times now and the other one is Mm -hmm. freemium So, uh, yeah, I, I love that phrase. And uh, that's definitely a first for this podcast to hear that. So uh, well done on that as well. So thinking about um, the, the product and, and what it solves, do you find that these issues and the solutions are common across other countries as, as well? Because certainly, you know, when I speak to people and people talk about labour shortages and cash flow, you know, we've very much become a, a global economy. Yeah. Uh, and I think because of that, a lot of the, the problems that we have are, are very common across the globe as well. So would you say that you're seeing more commonality in the issues that people are having and potentially the way that your solution can help people in different areas as well?
0: Yeah, so it's interesting that you ask that question because we ran a beta test prior to launching StaffNet. Um, because originally StaffNet was just a product that I was creating for my cleaning business at the time. I wasn't yeah. planning on doing it at all. And then when I ran the beta test, I want to see if there was a market. So I used LinkedIn, I leveraged LinkedIn, and I found a bunch of beta testers from around the world. So, um, Ah. and that's the beauty of the internet, right? You can connect with anybody in moments, you know, be it in China, be it in the yeah. UK, Canada, wherever. So, yeah, we worked with different types of businesses to also see as well. So, different areas and different types of businesses to find yeah. who are our people. So, this would be service-based businesses no matter where you are, you know, you're working against time at the end of the day and sure. you're trying to create efficiencies and automations and clear communication with your staff, right? So no matter where you are in the world, you want to make sure that um, the scope of the job is very clear for your team if you have a remote team, for example, or um, in terms of team messaging, making sure that the communication is clear through that to create these automations to allow to create the efficiencies in your day overall. So yeah, no matter where you are, service-based, restaurant, brick-and-mortar store, it's all pretty much the same song and dance. You're trying to battle against time and take back your day and also be able to take the time that you're saving to grow or scale yeah. your business, wherever you're trying to do, um, just through those extra hours and time.
1: Yeah, so listeners, it, it seems from, from what Janice said there, that you know, no matter where you are, definitely worth going and have a look at staffnet.ca uh, take a look at it and you know you'll be able to find not only knowledge that can help you there but also uh, the 14-day trial as as well so thank you for sharing that and i'm glad to hear that you know my perception of the way that you know things are very common across industry sectors because sometimes we feel we're in a silo don't we we think this is only happening to me these are only my issues and that's definitely mm-hmm. not the case. And if anybody is listening to this where they're thinking, you know, I'm just on my own here. You're not. You know, many other businesses, many other entrepreneurs are out there, are fighting the same fight and finding ways to overcome this that you can find as well. So that's great. So giving something of value, Jenna, if, if you could give the listeners a tip or a lesson to take away, what would that tip be? be that the listeners can have today from you
0: to find true success in your business you're not going to find it from looking at you know the revenue and the price tag of what you're selling it's what service you can provide to your audience your community at the end of the day i think you you had a chord earlier when you mentioned the businesses that you know. Are in the long haul of this that have been around for decades are the businesses that really and truly show up for their customers and provide the support that's really and truly needed. So being there of service to their community. So while it's fine and dandy to look at the bottom line and you want to make money, and I get it, but when you take a different approach of not just necessarily money, 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 the money will come. It's yeah. the people that you're helping support outweigh that in the long run.
1: Yeah, uh, and I, I like one of uh, one of my favourite quotes from Richard Branson, and it ties into what you said at the beginning about uh, you know having laughter and fun. And Richard Branson says, "Have fun, and the money will come." But that's not just fun on your own. If you can have fun helping your community, contributing and having an impact in your community. If you can actually do that, so you don't do it begrudgingly because you think you you have to and it's the thing to do and the universe will reward me, whatever it is. But if you actually have fun while you're doing it, great. One of the things I uh, like to do every year is do one of my bucket list items. So I've done wing walking um, and lots of different uh, events, but I do those because I want to do them and have fun doing them but then raise money for a cause so you can have fun and help your community and make a contribution at the same time it doesn't have to be hard work and miserable and boring neither so combine the two definitely definitely
0: yeah exactly so so
1: give us a, a an idea of um any examples you've got yourself of perhaps where you know you've walked that walk and and helped that community or Uh, contributed in some way. I'm intrigued to find out for that belief, you know, um, how, how you've made that work for yourself.
0: Yeah. So for us, I would say the consulting has gone done leaps and bounds in terms of my self-development and then the development of the business too, right? So just overall brand recognition too. So it doesn't matter if the person signs up or not, obviously that's ideal, but um, the more that we're seen and we become more relevant in the community, the better our brand. And so I'd say overall, that's been like one pivotal point that it's basically helped us through the consulting um, and being able to, to be of service to other people. And like you said, we're just having fun with it. Yeah. And then everything else just comes so naturally. It's when you it's like when you try too hard at something and it's it seems so so hard, right? Yeah. But when you kind of kind of peel back a little bit and you just like chill out a little bit and let, you know, the universe do its thing and you just kind of you keep on going through the motions and working, but you're not as like hyper focused on that one thing. Yeah. It all happens very naturally.
1: Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, the one contribution that many of the listeners, as, as you and I can do, is we can contribute knowledge. Yeah, it's the one thing that we've got. And actually yeah. giving it does only cost us our time, doesn't it? You know, it's not having to put in our, hand in our pocket to give money. You know, it's not about giving away some of the things that we have. But, you know, we, yeah. we've taken our life so far to to get that knowledge and it's great that you've done that and now you're sharing it with other people. So yeah, so credit to you for that. Um, So thank you for for sharing that tip and listeners, it's important that you go away and think about how, how you can implement that. So I I usually ask people where their next coffee is going to be. Mm -hmm. And and I'm just glad that actually the UK comes second to Italy because I'm, I'm with you. One of my favorite places. Uh, I've got two uh, Italy okay. certainly uh, but also Spain. I love uh, Seville in Spain um, okay. and yeah, absolutely if you get a chance go to there. Uh, it's, you know, it's, yeah. in, it's in inland quite a bit but a fabulous place and if you like Italy you'll definitely like that. So I normally ask you where you would go for your coffee but you also said that you're a self-development bookworm and we were talking about the top 10 authors that I want to get on this podcast and uh, yeah uh, how I'm getting on through that. So, I'm going to ask you if you were to have your next coffee with your favorite book, what would that favorite book be?
0: Yeah, so I would say my favorite, well, there's two. But okay. if I had to choose, um Ego we can go with two, NAB.
1: two's fine. Two?
0: Okay. Yeah. So, Ego is the NAB by uh, Ryan Holiday, which I think you should add to your list, by the way, yeah, yeah. because Great. he is a phenomenal human being. He follows the Stoics and basically is just, he. I think he's younger than I am, and he's just so wise. Just right. the things that he posts about and writes about are just so profound and essentially mind-blowing, right? And yeah. then it's just a lot of aha moments. So, for me, that was a big... It was a book that definitely changed my life. Um, So just give us a
1: title of that again.
0: Ego is the Enemy.
1: Ego is the Enemy. I'm just jotting that down. Listeners, jot that down. Ego is the Enemy, yeah.
0: Yeah, wonderful, wonderful book. And it just teaches you to, um, A, humble yourself, but also um, just being able to give yourself more grace, to be able to be more open-minded, learn and grow, and that's how we evolve. But also you mentioned, you know, our our duty in terms of um, being of service to our community is sharing knowledge. That's what Mm. we do. As human beings, we love stories. Think about our ancestors, that's how they learn, that's how they evolve. And so overall, um, that's our duty is to share knowledge and tips and tricks on how to go through this journey that is life. And so that's what essentially he discusses in the book. So it's quite wonderful. And what would be Um, book
1: number two then?
0: yeah the book number two is chasing excellence and so that's by uh ben Bergeron. he's a an elite crossfit coach so oh, okay. um he's very much um all things fitness but he has that mental edge as well because to be able to be an athlete you have to be very have great mental fortitude overall right yeah. so he discusses creating solid um, lifestyle habits and how you can chase excellence in your day by going through these small habits
1: and, and, you know, we've had quite a few guests on that have talked about the importance of morning routines. And again, that's habit forming, isn't it? You know, to get into a routine yeah. every morning, as we were talking about with an espresso machine, getting up, you know, whatever you your routine is in the morning. Uh, strange enough, Jenna, um, my morning doesn't start with a coffee. So okay. I, I actually always start my morning and we talk about routines with a hot water. I have three squirts of lemon juice. Uh, and unfortunately, it's not natural lemon juice. It's one of these jiff squeezy lemon things, and uh, just mm-hmm. I just can't bother to squeeze a lemon, to be honest. Um, and <laughs> and then it's a spoonful of my uh, own honey from my own beehives as well. And uh, oh. I find it good, one to get the digestive system going, but also yeah. it's that refreshing start to the day. Uh, of having something that I know, you know, I've helped nurture the bees and look after the bees. And it's great for building up the immune system as well. So, uh, yeah, I always start yeah. with hot water, lemon juice and a spoonful of honey. That's that's, that's my morning routine every single morning okay. without fail.
0: I'll give that a go tomorrow morning.
1: <laughs> yeah, give it a try. Give it a try. <laughs> great. Well, look, you've been an, an absolute pleasure. Uh, you've given us some great things uh, to do. Um, I think you've given us an insight into many things in how we can find our true success in our business. And uh, yeah, thanks for giving up your day from Ottawa. I know you've still got some of the day to carry on and it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much.
1: And listeners, as you know, the important thing now is to do something with what you've heard from Jenna. So check out staffnet.ca, listen to what the tips that she gave us uh, and most importantly, leave us a review, tell us what you thought about it and tell us the difference it's made to you, your life and your business by listening to this episode. I'm sure both Jenna and I would love to hear that our knowledge today has made a difference to you and your life. And as always, I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now.
0: Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you.